Today, we are talking about the five different ways that you can hit the reset button so that you can stop feeling stuck and tired and bloated and actually make real progress and see real results in how you feel every day. Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezia Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. So today in this bonus episode, I'm talking about how to hit the reset button. So whether it's you need to hit reset after 2020 or just after Christmas, or maybe you're listening to this in the future and you've been on holiday, whatever it is, we're looking at some of the five strategies and the ways that you can just start feeling really good again without having to do something really harsh or extreme or crazy, um, but s- still see results. So that is what we're looking at. And today is a bonus episode just because for the next couple of months, I will be releasing two podcast episodes a month as I am about to go on maternity leave to have these babies. But in January, the babies still haven't arrived, so I'm going to throw in a couple of bonus ones, and I might do in future as well, just throw in a couple of bonus ones if I get time to record them, um, which I imagine, I when I'm not recording the podcast, I do miss it, so I am leaving a bit of gap and space in there. So this is a slightly shorter episode with five practical things that I think are really going to help you to make sure you set yourself up for success in at the start of this year and that you can start to feel really good without having to do anything super exhausting or extreme because I mean it's January and no one can be bothered <laughs> I always think January is a terrible time of year to do anything extreme or big because it's you know it's just dark and cold and rainy if if you live in Scotland. So that's what we're looking at today. Otherwise, I hope you are doing well. In terms of live updates here, I am recording this basically the week that you will hear it live or it'll be released to you. So I have got a couple of weeks left of this pregnancy. For those of you who are new to the podcast, hi. This is my second pregnancy and I'm pregnant with two twin girls. So they so far are all well and healthy and just growing big and getting ready to be born. I am doing well, starting to feel, well, I've been nauseous basically the whole way through, but I'm definitely feeling um, excited to, to not be pregnant. I'm not, I'm not miss, woo, I love pregnancy. So I can, can see the end in sight, but I'm currently very large. I feel very large. I think every pregnant person at this stage feels large. And I'm just excited to meet these babies and get on to that next stage. Um, so that will happen in the next couple of weeks. I'm, uh, and if you want to know about when the babies come and a little bit about how the birth is and kind of get some of that more insider personal information, do make sure you're on my email list. That's how I'll probably be communicating over the next couple of months. I'm taking a pause from Instagram and Facebook mainly um, or not going to share as much information on that as much just due to terms and conditions changing and some of the censorship that's going on Um, and I will be back on those platforms hopefully at some point when I can figure out a way of doing it where I feel like my data is um, being protected in a way that feels good for me. So do make sure you head over to keziahall.com forward slash join if you are not getting regular emails from me because that's basically through the podcast and through my emails 
that's how you're going to hear from me in the next several months because I'll be on maternity leave from the end of January until some point when I don't want to be on maternity leave anymore. (laughs) That's one of the plus points of working for yourself. My maternity leave might be long, it might be short, who knows. Uh, So that's a little bit of an update here. I'm also moving house, supposed to be this week. So it has been a little bit stressful. I basically spent most of the yesterday in bed because I was finishing up with clients last week and doing client work, finishing up normal work, about to move house and just being pregnant with twins. I think my weekends from now on in are just going to be lying in bed time. Also, nurseries are closed now. Uh, They were always going to be closed in Scotland. England followed suit. Um, but we don't have any childcare. So, you know, that spices things up a little bit. So for everyone in the UK who is trying to get on with life with zero childcare, then whoop, whoop, we're all, we're all in this together. Currently, my son is out at the skip with my husband. So that's why I have these few moments to record this podcast where there is silence. (laughs) So anyway, Uh, There's a little bit of life updates. Otherwise, I don't think I have anything else exciting to tell you. I've been eating a lot of tahini. That's been a recent pregnancy craving. It's like I've literally just discovered that tahini as a food exists. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. So yeah, that's about the the level of excitement in my life. A lot of sleeping, client work, and eating tahini. Okay, we should really get on with the show. (laughs) Enjoy! Heads up, lovely. If you are listening to this in January of 2021, I want to let you know that for this month, you can get 50%, yeah, five, zero, 50% off my Flourish Academy online program. So this is perfect for you if you are just feeling really burnt out, bloated, and addicted to sugar after 2020. If you need some structure and help and accountability in order for you to get your energy back, to sort out your digestion, to deal with your relationship with food, this is for you. It's a four-week program. I provide you with all the information that you need so that you can, with ease, actually see some real changes in your body and in how you feel. This isn't about starting a new program or a new diet. This is actually just applying some evidence-based nutritional aspects and, and protocols to your life as well as looking at your mindset and your thinking, which is what is driving your behavior around food. People who did this program last year said, I've lost some weight and I'm going to the toilet more regularly, feel healthier and sleeping so much better. I found that changing the way I think about myself and worrying about what the other people think wasn't serving me and I'm doing so much better at it now. Another um, lady, Catherine, who did it last year, she said, I'm sleeping so much better and feeling rested when I wake up. I've seen a surge in my energy, so much so that I'm able to cope better with whatever life throws at me. She she did it in the middle of the pandemic, can you tell? And I'm, I'm also able to love my body so much more and appreciate its unique uniqueness. So these are all from real women that did this program last year. It's a self-study program. Um, you can start it at any time. 
And it hundreds and hundreds of women have done it and seen phenomenal results. It's really like a bit of a kickstart to help you sh- change your thinking, change your sugar addictions, discover if you have food intolerances, optimize your digestion so that your energy and your hormones can steadily improve. So if you are interested, head to keziahall.com forward slash flourish, and you can use the coupon code hello2021. So that's hello, H-E-L-L-O, two zero two one at the checkout to get 50% off just throughout January then it will end so if you are interested in that make sure you head over honestly this is a program where I literally have just outlined everything that I do with my one-to-one clients in four weeks and so you can access it get the same results and just start feeling good as we begin this new year Okay, sending you love. How do you hit the reset button? After Christmas or holidays or a hen party? Remember how we used to have those? Or just after a prolonged period of stress or burnout or whatever it is, how can you lovingly, effectively and powerfully hit the reset button without going into maybe old behaviors around dieting and self-punishing and self-sabotaging? How can you effectively just kind of get back into your groove? As it were, I kind of want to call this podcast, how to get back into your health groove. But I thought maybe that's just my way of thinking about it. So I like the idea of hitting the reset button. You know, if you're like, I had to do this recently with my Kindle. It just started to go a bit like, weird so I just reset it you know just turn it back on off turn it back on again you need to do this with your phone with your technology with your sleep with our bodies at night going to bed and sleeping at night is essentially us hitting the reset button and so how can we do that in terms of our habits and our routine and our eating and our thinking and that's what I'm looking at today in in this kind of shorter bonus um episode because I'm recording this and we are in January, so we've just had Christmas, but this really can apply to so many other aspects of life. I remember when I, just after I'd given birth to my first son, I had that kind of fourth trimester, so three months where I was just focusing on (laughs) getting my head around all the things of being a parent. And I remember, I think because my son was born in September, so I think it was probably like the end of January after he was born that I was like oh you know what I really want to hit the reset button because up until that point I've basically been eating like a lot of buckwheat brownies every day (laughs) I was getting to the point where I wasn't I knew I could feel better I knew I could feel more energy more stable and I just I really wanted to hit the reset button it wasn't because I had to it wasn't because I was trying to lose weight it wasn't because of any of these things It was because I wanted to feel good again. And that's really important. That's what differentiates this. Because you could take what I say in today's episode, and if you do it with harshness and criticism and that self-bullying with that mean girl voice, with that pushing energy, it's really easy to take what I'm going to say today and you can make it into just another dieting thing. Like something that's all or nothing that you have to do that you fail or win at and that won't won't last very long that's just the nature of how we know dieting and the dieting mentality works so it's really important that you, when it comes to hitting the reset button 
that you're that you look at your why you're doing it and how the why and how really really matter so essentially we want to hit the reset button because you want to feel good I mean that's essentially what it boils down to for me over Christmas historically you know every year I um, eat like most of us do a little bit more sugar and um, do less exercise and my routines go out the window um, at Christmas time because it's all like weird you know you're not in your usual routine so like my morning meditation or exercise or journaling or just it all just gets a bit skew with yeah and I eat more mince pies and have a thoroughly wonderful time and feast a little bit more but by the time I get to like the 30th of December I really like I often don't want to keep on eating mince pies all the time not that I eat them all the time but you know what I mean like I want to feel good I want my routines back I want those things and those foods and those habits and those routines that really make me feel the way that I want to feel so that is why I hit the reset button that is what drives change it's not because I'm like oh I'm so terrible I'm such a terrible person guilt and shame should never drive you to change um, in terms of health and in terms of what we're talking about here. If you're just going to shame yourself into changing the way that you eat, that's really not going to last. Shame isn't a great uh, healthful motivating factor. I'm sure Brené Brown has way more to say on that topic. But in general, I don't haven't found that to be effective me shaming myself into change doesn't really work um same with criticizing myself just kind of being really harsh and cruel towards myself again might make might help me to make change short term but in the long term I often rebel against myself (laughs) because I'm like don't you talk to me like that I can do whatever I want to do so it's really important that this comes from a place of just wanting to feel good and almost I love I love doing this with a bit of playful curiosity and fun like oh what kind of fun experiment could I try what could I do to feel good or in some cases it's just getting back to old habits that you know work for you it's as simple as that so how do we do this? The first thing, obviously, is to focus on the feeling. And in terms of what that actually looks like is we're mainly looking here at habits and routines that feel really good. Okay, so let's let's break that down a little bit more. I've got five different things here to help you that you can think about when it comes to if you're sitting there right now and just after 2020, you just feel like 2020 was had too much sugar and booze for example I say that just because many people (laughs) have told me that's the case for them uh it didn't necessarily for me because I spent a lot of 2020 puking my guts out and not drinking but for a lot of people a lot of sugar a lot of booze in 2020 and you might be at this point now in January where you're like oh I'm just I just feel a bit rubbish I don't like how much sugar cravings I'm having I'm always slumped energy wise in the afternoon I don't feel like I'm sleeping very well maybe your thrush has returned or your digestion's gotten worse or you just don't feel your best and everything that we do around health and eating routines and meditation yes there's an element of everything that I do that looks at preventing future disease it's kind of like my secret underground mission that I don't actually talk about that much but it's really important 
But in the here and now, it's about you feeling as good as you can every single day, waking up with energy, going to bed and having a good quality night's sleep, eating foods that you enjoy and that serve you really well. That is what we're talking about here. So how can you do that? I've got five different points and things to think about. So at the end of this podcast, really think about, okay, what are maybe one or two of these points that you could start to implement this week to help you hit the reset button. So just to reiterate, it's really important that you first become aware of your why, why you're doing this and really check in. You really want this to be coming from a place of curiosity, of playfulness, and of actually just wanting to feel good. This isn't about something that needs, if this is coming from a place of criticism, of shame, of guilt, all of these kinds of things, you're, it's unlikely, you're unlikely to be successful, to be honest. That's why the mindset aspect is so important. That's why I talk about it in my Flourish Academy, my online program. And when I'm working with clients, it really, really matters. There has to be an element of self-worth, self-love, and all of those cheesy but essential factors driving your behavior. Because these five things that I'm going to be talking about are basically talking about behavior change. And it's really important that you, any behavioral change or behaviors that we have are driven by things that are going to last ultimately. And self-love is going to last, but shame-driven activities don't, don't tend to end well. Okay, so how do we do this? Number one, focus on adding in. So let's just say, let's go back in time when we used to do things like hen parties. Say you've been on a hen weekend or a long hen week away when we used to do that. Um, Or if you're American listening, uh, what's it called? Bachelorette party. Basically, you're about to get married and you go off for a party with all your girlfriends. And you've had a week of Prosecco and canapes and pancakes and pastries. And it's been super fun. You've had a lot of fun and you are back home now and you just, you know, you, you're feeling it and you're thinking, what can I do? One thing that you can do without going crazy wild or jumping on, you know, um, you know, deciding to go on a 60 day vegan or paleo or juice cleanse without having to pick something really extreme, you can instead focus on adding in. So instead of thinking, okay, I need to stop the booze, the sugar, the gluten, the staying up late, these are all the things I have to stop doing. You can then just focus on, okay, what things have I actually missed this past week or this past weekend? And what can I focus on adding in again? That might be water, might be a green smoothie, it might be your daily meditation, it might be going to bed on time, it might be reading a book and winding down, it might be hot baths with Epsom salts, it might be green veg, it might be a whole host of things. What can you focus on adding in to your day? So a great example of this recently for me is after Christmas, I really missed um, meditating. And just with Christmas and life and everything that's going on, it's been something that I've really needed to prioritize because my brain really misses it. it. I feel really good I notice that my energy is better. I'm less anxious when I do it. Like my body like craves it. And so that's just been something I've been focusing on. Okay, let's just add that back in. I'm not going to be perfect. I'm not going to aim on doing it every single day for 15 minutes, but I'm really going to try and prioritize just adding this in to my day. Same with um, some vegetables. So again, at Christmas time, you know, 
I eat a fair amount of vegetables all the time. But some days you're just out and about and you're like, oh, I'm not eating anything green today. It's very easily done over Christmas. So it's just been a bit, a little bit intentional, especially right now. The nausea is back with this pregnancy. So my window for eating vegetables is like lunchtime, basically, because I can be nauseous in the morning and nauseous in the evening and broccoli and nausea, pregnancy nausea don't tend to mesh that well together. <laughs> If you've ever been pregnant or severely sick in pregnancy. So I just need to add in a good amount of vegetables at lunchtime and find a way that does that to do that, that feels really good. So really focus on adding in. And a great way of looking at that is, okay, what foods do you want to eat more of? And what habits do you want to increase in your day or do each week? Maybe not even thinking about a daily habit, but just weekly habits. So for me, I've just given an example of more vegetables and meditation can be really simple. What do you want to add in? If in doubt, if you're like, I don't know what to add in, I don't know what to eat more of, Kezia. Well, then you can borrow mine, eat more vegetables and start meditating. And if you want a third one, add in more protein. Most of my clients, I would say, aren't eating enough protein for their health conditions and for their goals and for what they need. And Christmas time tends to be a time when we're really good at eating all the carbohydrates and we're really good at eating all the fats. And it's very easy sometimes to let our protein levels go down and that can make a big difference in terms of how full we are and our energy levels and those kinds of things. So focus on adding in. Ask yourself this week, what can I add in to my day that will make me feel really good? Or maybe not even really good, just good or just better, or okay, whatever adjective you want to do. Okay, number two, when you are thinking about doing something, so maybe you're like, you know what, Kezi, I do want to do vegan annuary, or I do want to do a whole 30, or I do want to start the Couch to 5K program, or get a Peloton bike and do spin classes, or whatever it is, whatever thing you've kind of got in the back of your brain, ask yourself this question first. Does this fill in the blank, you know, Peloton class, couch to 5k, going paleo for 30 days, whatever it is, feel exciting? Or does it feel like something I need to push through? And that can be a really helpful question in terms of deciding what to focus on. So let's say, let's say you want to do the couch to 5k. That's something you want to do. And you've got that in the back of your head as something that could be helpful. Now, what this question is essentially trying to get you to do is to realize and to figure out if that is something you think you should, air quotes, do, or if it's something you genuinely feel excited about and resonates with your body and yourselves. Because if it's something that resonates with you, you feel excited about it, your body feels good about it, you're far more likely to keep it up. Whereas if you think you should do the couch to 5k and you've you've tried, you've started up the couch to 5k program every January for the last five years, and it's essentially, there's no reason why it's going to work for you this year if it hasn't for last year, unless it resonates with you more and it feels more exciting. So really do ask yourself that question before you dive into any program, dietary change, exercise thing, um, any kind of goal or strategy or structure that you want to set for yourself. Does this feel exciting or is this something I really need to like force myself and push myself and kind of like discipline myself to do? Because discipline is great, 
but it is short-lived. Willpower is great, but it is limited. Whereas if you can do something that genuinely feels exciting, and I'm not saying that's always going to be easy, you know, you might feel excited to try a couch to 5k program, but there's going to be some mornings like today as I'm recording this, the weather is horrible outside. If I was running, which I'm nine months pregnant with twins, so right now I'm not running, um, I wouldn't feel excited. I'd have some resistance about going out in the rain today, but overall, I would feel excited and good about the progress I was making. Does that make sense? So that's a helpful question about any, should I do this, Kezia? Should I go sugar-free? Should I go paleo? Should I try vegan? Should I start the uh, 30-day yoga challenge? Should I, whatever, whatever. Ask yourself the question, does it feel exciting? Does it resonate? How does your body feel about it? Uh, Or does it feel like something, like a bit of a slog? Like, ugh. I really should stop eating, you know, I really should do another whole 30. Uh, I can't be bothered. That, if that's your energy, then I would say, no, pick something else. <laughs> pick something else that's not, that doesn't, that's not jiving with you. Okay, so that can be a helpful question. Okay, number three, when you're wanting to hit the reset button and wondering how to do that and how to do that effectively is to do what works. Now, you might... <laughs> might be like uh well duh because yeah but let me give you an example this is a prime time of year where lots of people might sign up again to slimming clubs for example and um a lot of people that sign up to slimming clubs have previously signed up to the same slimming club and have not effectively gotten to their goals. So essentially what people do often, and this doesn't necessarily just around a swimming club, this could be again around a couch to 5k program or deciding you're going to go vegan or paleo or whatever it is, is they basically commit themselves to doing something that historically doesn't work for them. It's very illogical but we seem to do it. (laughs) So for example, someone has been a part of a swimming club let's say Weight Watchers, which I know isn't called that anymore. And they've been a member on and off for the last, let's say, 10 years. And maybe they've lost a little bit of weight in the past, but they always seem to gain it back. And then it, then they want to hit the reset button. They don't know how, and they just go, oh, I'm going to join Weight Watchers again. That is actually a really illogical thing to do because you've actually already tried it. You have the evidence that that program, that structure doesn't work for you long term. Even if you do lose weight in the short term, the fact that you want to go back is because you've piled it all back on, which is showing that it doesn't work, is a really illogical thing to do. So that's why it's important to just put that in there. It's like, if you think of this as a checklist for hitting the reset button of doing what works, are you trying to do something again? Is when you hit the reset button after Christmas or after birthdays or after the summer or after 2020, are you just trying to do something that you've tried before and you know doesn't work. Maybe you've tried doing a whole 30 before and it just stresses you out. It's just too much. It's too much restriction, too much planning, too much expense. Then why would you try and do that again? Do what works. Focus on things in the past that have worked and that might be for you making small changes or it might be for you. Maybe you thrive Uh, you do really thrive on making big sweeping changes where you go, okay, I'm saying no to sugar and to grains and I'm starting meditating every day. That's worked for me in the past. I've seen consistent results with that. I am just going to ground into those previous habits again, but really think about it. Don't just go, oh, well, I'm just going to start back at this thing. 
really think about what is going to work. And from my opinion in step five, I'll give you, if in doubt, the five things, you, the three things you can focus on that, that will work for you. If, you. if you've got some confusion about what actually works, Kezia, don't worry. I'm going to tell you at the end. Okay, so that is number three. I just wanted to interrupt and share with you the mistakes that I see women make the most that just get in the way of them making progress. Number one is women are often, when they come into work with me, are totally overwhelmed by what to eat, what not to eat, what to avoid, what supplements to take, how much of this they should be taking. And they lack a real structure or any process or blueprint to follow through to find out what works for them. Big, big mistake. Number two, the second mistake people make is that they don't ever think about or work on their mindset. They just obsess about food and exercise and they just push harder with their food and their exercise and they never address their mindset or their sleep when it comes to seeing results. So if you really want to see some big results in any aspect of your health, you need to look at the thoughts that you're thinking because they'll drive your behavior. You also need to look at things like your sleep and your environment because so many toxins and so many things impacted by that. So that's number two. The third mistake people make is that they don't have a clear pathway. They are kind of tossed by the waves and winds or whatever they hear on a podcast or on a blog post or in a book or in a magazine. And they're constantly changing their nutritional approach instead of actually, first of all, figuring out what foods work for me and what foods don't. How can I stay full? How can I ditch the sugar cravings? And what are the foods that I need to eat more of? These are some of the real, real basics that people and women just miss. They just jump to the really nitty gritty things or they spend their days hopping from paleo to whole 30 to vegan to more plant-based to real food to slimming swirl to weight watchers instead of actually learning what does their body need. Do any of these mistakes sound familiar? Because if they do, then I would encourage you to head over to keziahall.com forward slash flourish and join me in the Flourish Academy. It's my online program that will teach you a clear framework for success. The reason I know it's a clear framework for success is because lots of women have done it. Hundreds of women have done it, in fact. And when they follow this pathway to success, they learn about their body. They find out what foods do them good. They finally ditch the sugar addiction. They optimize their digestion, lose weight, get their energy back all within four weeks. Now, this isn't a program that's going to fix everything in your life in 28 days, but it is an amazing kickstart. It's the exact blueprint and the, the key foundations that I go through with every private client that you can access and for a much more affordable rate. And at the moment, in January of 2021, I'm giving you 50% off if you use the code HELLO2021. So just use the code HELLO2021 at the checkout to get 50, 50% off, which is a huge deal. Um, and it will never be at this price again. I'm just doing it as like pre- um, pre-maternity leave, hello 2021, hurrah, as it were. And I know that this could be a program that could transform how you feel all year round. Okay, so head over to keziahall.com forward slash flourish, email me any questions that you have and use the coupon code hello 2021. 
The next thing when it comes to hitting the reset button is you want to have a plan. You want to have something clear and structured for you to follow. So like say, that's why in my Flourish Academy, there's, you know, meal plans and shopping lists and emails and a clear structure for each week. But whatever it is that you want to do, you want to have something ideally written down and have some clarity around that. Meaning you don't just want to be like, oh, I'm focusing on generally getting healthier and eating better in January. Like, what does that mean? That That is very vague and can mean you, you could potentially get totally overwhelmed because if you don't put clear parameters on it, you could be trying everything. You could try and change everything in order to get healthier. So it's really helpful to have a clear plan and to really maybe focus on two or three things. So you're wanting to hit the reset button and it might be that for you, you're like, you know what? I just have been eating too much sugar I know my body's telling me it doesn't feel good. That really resonates with me. Okay, my plan is I'm going to reduce my refined sugar intake. Okay, have a plan around that. Does that mean you're going to cut out refined sugar entirely? Does that mean you are just going to focus on natural sugars? Are you going to give yourself permission um, to have one or two refined sugary things a week? Are you cutting it out completely? Make a clear plan and commitment to yourself so that you can hold yourself accountable. And if you're, you know, and you know, you can do this with friends as well, and you can keep each other accountable as well. But don't just be like, oh, I'm gonna um, ditch sugar. You need some parameters on that because, you know, fruit is sugar. So are you gonna eat fruit or not eat fruit? Like, what does that look like for you? Just put some simple boundaries on that. You might be thinking, okay, I want to exercise more. Again, what what does that mean? Like. Does that mean you're going to exercise every day for two hours or does that mean twice a week you're going to aim for 30 minutes? Really just write, put down a plan of action and it's really important that you think and ask yourself, is this realistic? And go back to that question I put in number two of does this feel exciting or is this something I need to push through? So you might be like, well, I should really exercise six days a week for 30 minutes. But if you ask yourself that question of, does that feel exciting? Or does that sound like something I really need to push through? You might be like, that actually sounds like something I need to push through. Then you might want to bring that plan back to, okay, let's first start with, I'm going to try and exercise for two minutes, uh, for twice a week for 30 minutes. That's it. And maybe your goal is to do it five days a week. But what's realistic right now in the middle of January when it's cold and dark and wet is maybe twice a week is more than enough. So have a clear plan. Everything that you put in that plan, make sure you go back to that question of number two of does this feel exciting? Does this resonate with my body? Or is this something I need to like push through and power through and tweak that so that it's something you can have a plan that is realistic. I've, most people do better and see lasting, more sustained and effective results by um, taking smaller but consistent action. A couple of people and a couple of different personality types sometimes can just go, right, I'm giving up sugar and they never touch it again for like the next 10 years. But most of us do better by just making, focusing on a couple of changes at a time. So I really would encourage you to have two or three things for let's say the next four weeks that you focus on that might be meditating sugar and maybe drinking more water for example that is enough you do not need to change everything all at once and those things would be effective enough for you to actually make progress and start feeling good which is the whole point of hitting the reset button 
Okay, and number five is my if in doubt. If if you've been listening to this and you're like, yeah, that's all well and great, Kezia, but I don't actually don't actually know what to focus on. What do you mean hitting the reset? How can I hit the reset button? What could I focus on? What might that look like? What's actually gonna make me feel good or move the needle in terms of my digestion or my belly or my energy or my anxiety or depression? Like what is actually gonna bring effective change and transformation? That is what this point is, because that is my job, friend, as a holistic nutritionist. I help people to completely change the way that they feel. I've had, I was chatting with a client last week who was just like amazed at how different they feel. Their lifestyle and job is actually really challenging for them and can be quite stressful and quite expose them to quite a lot of toxins. And so we've just had to get really creative and make a sustainable plan and work together over several months her main issues was around respiratory issues breathing allergies constant UTI type stuff um, poor sleep all of this kind of thing thyroid issues fibromyalgia a whole host of stuff and she just wanted to feel better and she and I was asked I was weird, at the end of working t- together it's like is there anything else you want to work on anything else that's challenging she was like no I'm feeling really good. And this is a slightly older um, category. She's kind of getting preparing for retirement. And she's like, nope, nothing else to work on. I am surprised that I feel this good. And I was like, perfect. Well, that's that essentially is my job. That's what I help and help facilitate with people. So if in doubt about how to bring about change and how to feel better, focus on one of these three things. Refine sugar, your sleep, your stress levels. Those things are through research, through my experience, through working with hundreds and hundreds and thousands of women, those things move the needle. When it comes to your hormones, your weight, your digestion, your energy, your skin, your clarity, those things will make a big difference. So refined sugar. If in doubt, look at your relationship with that. See, do you feel like you're eating too much? Do you use it as a crutch for your energy? Do you, are you constantly craving sugary things and it's, you just know it's not serving you? If that's the case, do sign up for my Flourish Academy. That's a great kind of holistic approach to dealing with your sugar addiction and sugar cravings. I've got loads of resources on that as well. All my recipes on my website are all sugar-free, tons of stuff. But if you want me to coach you through that, then the Flourish Academy is the best place for it. Um, then there's sleep. We all need to sleep. Everyone does it. So... Uh, th- it's a really great way of getting a good amount of bang for your buck. You have to sleep. You already do it. You may as well make it the best quality sleep that you can possibly make. And if your sleep can improve, I often say this to clients, like even if we can just get their sleep to improve by like 10 or 20%, then the impact that that could have on their hormones, detoxification, skin, digestion, mental health, can be huge and you're already doing it so you may as well optimize it so it might be you go back and listen to a podcast around sleep hygiene or you just focus on getting to bed a bit earlier or dealing with the blue light that comes into your eyes um, at night and screen time and all going to bed earlier all that sort of stuff and then we have stress levels if in doubt and you're like I'm not quite sure what to do to help me feel better having strategies in your day like meditation breath work those kinds of things to help your body handle stress hormones of cortisol and adrenaline 
that it will be producing is really, really helpful. If you just consistently have elevated cortisol and you're consistently just pumping out a whole lot of adrenaline, that's going to massively um, impact how well you digest your food. It's going to impact your hormone and hormones, sex hormones production. It's going to impact your mental health. It's going to make you crave more sugar. It's going to cause you to um, or be more likely to gain belly fat so many things. This isn't just about feeling relaxed for the sake of it. It's because if you are consistently in a state of high alert, you are not going to feel great. You just, you're not. It affects your entire biochemistry. So if in doubt, focus on sugar or sleep or stress or all three. Okay. If you're not quite sure what's going to help you to feel good, if you can bring about a bit of change in one of those areas, I can guarantee you, you will feel better in a couple of weeks time. Okay. I hope this has been helpful in terms of helping you hit the reset button. Um, if you have any questions and you can just email me at info at supernaturallyhealthy.org. Otherwise I will see you next week for um, part two of how of our kind of 2021 um, series where I'm going to be sharing with you how you can plan your healthiest and most transformational and awesomest 2021 ever. I'm going to go through what that looks like, coach you through that. I've got a workbook for you. So make sure you get on my email list at keziahall.com forward slash join because I'm sending that out all throughout the month of January to anyone who wants it to really help and ensure that you have a plan for this year that's going to help you to feel really good essentially because that's what it's a lot of this is about. Okay. Sending you lots of love. Have a great day and I'll see you soon.